The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. Slim Jim Phantom is best known as the drummer of the legendary trio The Stray Cats, who spearheaded the rockabilly revival movement in the early 80s, along with Brian Setzer and Lee Rocker. Slim Jim is currently hosting his own podcast called Rockabilly Confidential, and I've got Jim on the line right now in New York City to talk about that and the future of The Stray Cats. Hey, Jim, how you doing, buddy? Jim, doing great, buddy. Thank you for joining me. I, I have to say I'm, uh, I, I'm reminded all the time of you guys, especially this weekend, because the Rockabilly Fest is going on here in Las Vegas right now. Oh, it's excellent there, huh? Yeah, and you guys had such a great performance here. Great I'm really enjoying your podcast, and part of the reason is the short-form nature of it, which you must also like. I think the short-form thing because it keeps your attention when they first approached me about a podcast i said to myself i said i don't know because anytime i've tried to get turned on to them and try to do it i'm not against the idea i like it i'm too fidgety for it to be honest with you yeah um rockabilly confidential uh on on snippet.fm the one i do you can hear an adventure tale expertly woven Together by three songs that all make sense and and still hit your uh, your your Thai food, which is just being ready. When they tell you fifteen minutes, please, or or try to find a parking spot at the mall, which might take you seventeen minutes. So I think that the short form and the exact time of the short form, just under twenty minutes, is kind of a perfect length to get a tail three songs and put you in a good mood. I like that, and I, and I do a similar thing. I know what you're saying, because some of those hour, two-hour-long podcasts, they tend to meander, so I know what you, I know what you mean about uh, losing interest. I saw the Stray Cats in um, 1980-ish in a club in Milwaukee, and I guess that I had forgotten that you guys really had blasted off in England. Yes, we were playing around New York, uh, 1979 into the early, the first third of 1980. And we were doing well as far as being able to pack out little clubs that weren't particularly music venues because the, uh, the inherent music venues, the ones they make documentaries about or the, you know, the famous rock clubs, meet anyone from that neighborhood or that area, they didn't book the Stray Cats. It was too outrageous, even though we were doing the simplest what I say, the Freak Hats are the most country band ever, <laughs> really. Um, uh, but it was so outrageous, and there wasn't a template for it. So what we did was we made our own scene. We found corner bars that might have a little uh, space carved out in the back. Not all of them had a stage, and we just made them our own. We'd find the owner, bartender, we'll do three hours a night, we'll pack the kids in, we take the door, you take the bar, kind of thing. And we um, we did that for about a year. When you're over there, the, the punk scene is is well underway with, you know, the Clash and Sex Pistols and everybody else. Right. <clears throat> were you accepted over there because you were doing a different thing? Well, when we went to England, after being in New York for about a year, uh, we went to England virtually with no connections, nowhere to live kind of thing. 
we would try to check out parties or events we could get into free. And we were kind of outrageous looking. We were sleeping on floors or sleeping outside in a park wearing, you know, pink peg pants and blue suede shoes and yeah. pretty outrageous looking and very young. So uh, by the time we knocked on enough doors to get a few gigs at maybe a punk rock show or something, fourth on the bill, we go on a four in the afternoon. We were accepted, um, um, not by uh, an exact scene, but because we were good at it. We, we didn't just fall off the turnip truck. We fell off the turnip truck having done a hundred shows kind of thing. Right. So when, um, found, found ourselves at, at these places and just organically, cause these were the hangouts and you people had heard about, you know, these wacky guys have been hanging around. We might as well go see them. Maybe they'll be quiet. Maybe they'll go home. Maybe they'll be good. Maybe that'll, that'll be that. Uh, when we find ourselves with 10 people in the audience, but, it's Joe Strummer, it's Chrissy Hine, it's Captain Sensible, it's Lemmy, yeah. it's Glenn Matlock, it's, you know, those types of people who then they bring their guys to the next thing. So there was about 10, 12 of those legendary Stray Cats shows um, that that was the audience. And by the last one, the places were packed out and record labels were also included on, you know, in the audience, really. So, um, and things moved very quickly because uh, there was a music press scene that was very strong. It was yeah. Candy Maker, NME, Sounds, uh, 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 Time Out, things like that. And we were a built-in story. And then when the Rolling Stones start coming, that makes it from a music biz uh, story to a national press story. So when you go from the from the Melody Maker to the Daily Mirror kind of cover story, still with no record deal and nowhere to go and no money, and <laughs> it became a national story. Then England's still very small, and with that and a lot of record company interest and then a story like that, these guys are homeless, and why is uh, the Rolling Stones and the, the London underground scene enthralled with these guys and blah, blah, blah? There you go. We made our first record. It was a... Well, we had a hit. Yeah, and so, it, to me, it reminds me. It can happen smaller. It reminds me of the way the Beatles did it, in that they had played so many shows. You know, those famous shows in Germany for yeah. for a long time, to the point where by the time all of us ended up seeing them, they were very polished, much like you guys. Because when I first saw you, I, it was just totally blown away at at the sound. It was incredible the sound three guys were making. That's the thing. Um, all all good overnight sensations have been doing it for for a long time. Uh-huh. Elvis Presley or the Rolling Stones or whoever it is that you like, Madonna, whoever it is you like. By the time they were overnight sensations, and you're seeing their debut TV appearance, they had done it a lot. And the Stray Cats, we had done so many shows in New York, um, and then by the time we came back to the states, we had done so many all over the rest of the world that. When we went to England and you're playing for 10 people, but it's Lemmy, it's Chrissy Hine, it's uh, Ray Davies, it's uh, Strummer, it's uh, head of uh, Atlantic Records, and we were good at it. So when it was one, two, three, go, here are all the marbles. We, we in a funny way, embraced those situations. Yeah, and Joe Strummer always appeared to me to be a guy who embraced 
rockabilly as much as you guys did. He had an affinity for for guys like Eddie Cochran and Gene Vincent, like you guys did. Yes, what we call the original cool, the first wave of American rock and rollers, and um, yes, the, the Joe and Mick J, all all those guys, the the, the damn Davanian loves it, you know uh, the Pistols, Lemmy. Any of the pretenders, anyone who we like, there, the music doesn't have to sound like that, but the influence and and the respect for the original American rock and rollers is very clear to me from all those groups. And Jim, I know you're asked all the time, but before I let you go, Stray Cats, anything coming up in the future with you guys? Uh, yes, yeah, so for the Stray Cats, we did our last uh, album, number three in the Billboard charts, and um, tour was 2019. And we were on on course to doing some more stuff. The whole world's slightly postponed, I think. Yeah. It's all coming back. And I think now we're going to wait till the dust settles, because there's a lot of bands on tour right now. We're going to wait till everything's just about ready. Um, everyone's got their, <laughs> their uh, itch scratched. And then and then I think the Stray Cats is going to come back and do it in a nice way again. Just uh, waiting out the... Uh, out. Yeah, love to see you here in Las Vegas again. Slim Jim Phantom's Rockabilly wow. Confidential Podcast is so good. Jim, always nice to talk to you. I appreciate the time. Thanks, buddy. Rockabilly Bye-bye. does rule. Rockabilly does rule, and it's so great to hear the Stray Cats will be out there again in the future. They are an incredible live band, and again, look for Slim Jim's show now on Spotify. That does it for this episode of the Fake Show Podcast. I'm Slim Jim Tofty. Thanks for stopping by. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com. My tail in the air.